What's up, everyone? Welcome to Jujitsu Radio. Before we get this party started, we want to thank everyone that's been supporting the podcast. Uh, whether you started day one or you're just jumping onto this bandwagon, we appreciate you and we appreciate everyone who has purchased one of our shirts or has supported the sponsors of this podcast. If you want to check out what apparel we got going on, head over to Apparel, not a pair. Oh, and that's debatable as well. But go check out jujitsuradio.com. Go ahead and uh, hit the subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to us on iTunes. Anyway, you go, you hit that button, you're supporting the podcast, and we appreciate you. You can always check us out uh, on Instagram at jujitsu radio, or you can follow Sean at gorilla boy bjj, or you can follow me. At Sonder Marketing, and uh, we're going to get into it more this uh, podcast about some of the cool stuff that I got going on, too. So it gives you more reason to be following the podcast. Don't forget to check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Chocaloha. Check out Chocaloha.com. Use the promo code Jujitsu Radio, and you'll get 20% off your entire purchase. Whether you're buying a shirt or a patch or anything else they got on the store, whether it's new, limited edition, or on clearance, it's still going to be up for sale. This guy, you see this guy over here? He's throwing me off here, but there's no more food. We got Petey in the house. Say what's up, Petey. The unofficial third member of, uh, of the podcast. Of the podcast. Check out Chocaloha.com, promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio at checkout. Let them know we sent you. They will take care of you. And also, don't forget to check out Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. Head over to JujitsuSoapCo.com. Use the promo code JJRadio at checkout. You'll get 10% off some of the sexiest smelling soaps, bath bombs, and you can also pick up some dope gear such as hats, t-shirts, badges, uh, patches, Whatever, you name it, they got it. But I'm telling you, stock up on the soaps. They are worth every penny and then some. Promo code JJRadio at checkout will give you everything that you need to be smelling sexy before and after training. Tell them we sent you. Tell them daddy loves you. JujitsuSoapCode.com. And also check out GiraffeChoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio at checkout. And you'll get 25% off orders of $99 or more. And you'll get free shipping. Can't get any better than that. People have been hitting me up asking me where they can get either the um, the Superman Punch shirt or the Superman Punch hat or the Flying Knee shirt that I, that I had on the other day. You can get it at GiraffeChoke.com. Use the promo code JJRadio. Stock up. Get yours. Get a hat. Get a t-shirt. And with that, we got a lot to cover. You ready? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, this this guy. Speaking of which, you never got me that shirt. I'm kind of pissed off. You can't neither. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. And nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing. Woo! Wheeling, dealing. Limousine, right? Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! You don't even know. brown. Something brown. Oh, man. Oh, cheers. I still got a little bit of drink left. Started the video? Cheers. Yeah. No, it's been. It was on before, too. So I got you going over there and adjusting. Oh, man. Hey, Sean. 
I see you noticing my, my medal. I do see your medal. Where's your medal? Um, I think it's still in my bag. Is it? I don't, I'm not going to display that shit. We, uh, we, uh, we all had a tough going this past weekend, huh? You didn't see what happened to mine. Did I tell you what happened to mine? Uh, you did tell me what happened, but I didn't see it. Oh, uh, no. Well, first of all. Because I felt I had to, I was. On a scale of first, second, and third, I think Steve got injured the most. You're second, and I'm third. Yeah, Steve does not need surgery. I know. Congratulations to Steve. Even though, like, I had to, I literally had to carry all his stuff to the car for him and baby him all the way into his ride. I'm like, man, you sure you want to uh, drive like this? Did you find Ielton? What? No, he found him. Like, I went back to go and find Steve, and I guess he found him. So, for those of you that obviously don't understand what the hell we're talking about, our buddy Steve Montgomery was competing at the Miami Open alongside all of us. Former UFC veteran Steve Montgomery. The creepy weasel. The creepy weasel. The the Tennessee top hat wearing South Carolinian. Even he, though he doesn't have the Tennessee top hat anymore. Yeah, which is kind of disappointing. I'm, a, I'm very disappointed in him in, in doing that. But I can understand why. But he's growing his hair it. now. Is he? He's giving it one last hurrah. Giving it one last go before he uh, hangs before up the hat. Before he starts going bald. Oh, ouch. You had to go there? Well, is he going go bald? There. I don't know. I just figured. He probably is. He's white. Yeah. He's a white boy. So he uh, he was competing. He decided to go into the uh, absolute division. Well, first he won his division. He won his division. And then he went for the absolute division. Won and his first match. Like, it was beautiful. It was like, it was a back and forth, like, was it? sweep-filled match. And he ended up winning, like, 17 to, to 7 or something like that. Nice. And uh, the second match is the one that got him. Yeah. So I didn't see what happened, but I guess he was trying to push away while someone was trying to pass the guard. The other guy was trying to pass the guard, and just the way that he turned. No, 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 no. The guy. No. no what happened was Steve pulled guard. Uh huh. The guy like jumped over it, jumped right into a Kimura. Oh, he did that. And he, he didn't even he didn't he didn't even twist the Kimura. It was just he Steve pulled it in, fighting against it. Him pulling up up it and pop. Just as he pulled the arm up. Right. That's when he tore. So he said he tore his pec, but luckily it seems like it wasn't as major. It wasn't off the bone. Yeah, it wasn't off the bone. So it's just a little bit longer of a rehab. I literally did have to carry all his stuff while he sat there. He got an ice pack and everything. So at least he's it's a, it's a better, better um, result than what it could have been. And then you... Your first match right out the gate, we talked about that it, it could have happened at the last podcast, and then it did happen, and you got Gabriel Gonzaga right off the bat. Right off the bat. I was excited. I was like, ooh, yeah. Gabriel Gonzaga. He had Actually, I didn't know, but he had just won the he won the Worlds this year at Master yeah. 3. Um, I had to drop down to Master 3. I'm a Master 4. I had to drop down to Master 3 in order to get a match. Nobody... Nobody entered at Master Four, so I was like, "All right, I'll go down and I get Gabriel Gonzaga first. Um, I was excited because I like to test myself. And um, when I got in, when we got on the mat and everything started, I felt stronger than him on mm. the feet. I could that could just all have been in my head because he is a strong dude. Yeah, but apparently so am I, as, yeah. as I'm told. Um, but I felt stronger than him. I felt like I had more uh, um, horsepower, if you will. Um, he went to pull guard. I almost 
uh, he tried a, a pull guard sweep, and I stuffed it. Uh, almost, almost, uh, and he came back up. I almost got the snap down. Didn't happen. And then, so 20 seconds into the match, he goes for this trip. I go to pull my leg back. He goes for the trip. And I feel a rip in my hamstring from the middle of my calf up into my butt. I don't think the middle of your calf is a hamstring. No, that's where I felt it. Oh. Like if I felt like shooting pain, pain. shooting pain from the middle of my calf mm. up into up into my butt. Like it was like a boom, and I was like, oh no, because the same thing happened last tournament. Yeah, um, but not as big. Like where the, you had it in your back. It was the no, no, no. Same. No, it was a hamstring. Yeah, but the difference is, is like the pull in the last match was like felt like it was like three inches long. Mm -hmm. This pull felt like it was the whole hamstring. Yeah. And as I showed Alex the video, I wonder if we could. It'd be cool if we could post the little clip of the video. If you gave it to me, I'll throw it up on the video, like okay. on the bottom. Yeah. Um, I don't want to put the whole thing because the whole thing is an ass kicking. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put that. I'm gonna put the whole video now. Just, <laughs> just out of spite, I'll just put it in. Um, but it was an ass kicking because after that he went to throw me. I almost reversed it. I and I couldn't come up. My right leg would not work. Yeah. I tried to hold him in half guard. It would not work. I tried to shrimp. It would not work. Yeah. At one point, he grabbed my leg, like he was he was on he was on the side. He was on side control, or he was passing guard. I can't remember what. And he pulled my leg, and I almost screamed. Screamed. Yeah. And like nobody, everybody was watching it. Like I, you didn't look like you were in pain. I go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's one of the. I've got a good poker face, yeah. but I was crying inside. Is that's what's funny? It's like, and I was telling you that I was watching from the other side of the arena because there was no point in me running over there to try and corner you. You had Steve, so all of a sudden, once you went down, like I already knew that something was wrong, and at first I thought it was your back, but then the motions that you were making showed that it was in your back but i knew something was wrong i just couldn't figure out like that's the the fucked up part like we've known each other and like we've rolled together so long that i'm like something's up like i already know something's up yeah you because know if i get thrown yeah there's something <laughs> there's, up. there's something up yeah and i got i got chucked um yeah. i almost reversed it though but it was like again dude i had well I, it's funny because it's the same kind of thing that happened to me just at a different angle like a long time ago when i did that new breed and i tore my groin it was just my foot was going this way and his went the other and it just did that tear. It's that tiniest little like tap. Oh, it was terrible. And so now for the last so that was Saturday. Today is now Wednesday. Today I couldn't drive home. I had to have one of my students drive me home on mm -hmm. Saturday. Uh, I couldn't drive Sunday. Um I I didn't have to go anywhere Monday, so I was lucky enough I didn't have to drive. I drove a little bit, but it was it literally felt like the back of my leg was going to explode. I, it was a little bit better yesterday. Mm. Today was a, even even better, and I went and swam today for the first time to get some movement in because I can't like not working out for yeah that many days in a row. Like I start getting like yeah. Well, that's that's how I'm feeling right now. Just because now it's like three weeks. Like I still went to go train Monday. I just couldn't do anything. But yeah, I, it's it's driving me nuts right now and. So at least you're getting better. I'm getting better. I'm on I'm on the healing trend and and hopefully because I had applied for the fight to win come up in uh April. Yeah, you'll be fine. 
You'd be well, I'm hoping. That. I'm hoping so. Yeah, and and I got. I'm. I'm gonna work with Ian at the gym. And Brian offered. Yeah. To you know help get my hamstrings healthy. Yeah. Listen, if it wasn't for Brian, I definitely wouldn't have done as well as I did, because I, we were training since November, like late November. I started training with uh, with Brian over at uh, Temple to do strength and conditioning, and the this whole time since late december i've been weighing like 230 and not like fat like lean good like 230 like obviously i had weight that i could have lost but i was like i didn't want to lose weight i'm like fuck it i'm feeling good here i'm moving well and then the last two weeks i got sick i ended up i I wasn't really telling anybody leading up to it i went from from 230 down to 215 so i came into the tournament at 215 and they don't weigh you at and at, they didn't, super they didn't heavy, at care. ultra heavyweight they don't, they don't, don't weigh you you're like oh you wanted ch- that smoke go for it they like, check your gi and you go <laughs> yeah so i walked just i just walked right in and um which i thought like at first i was like they're not gonna really give a fuck i worried about it for a second because it like i don't want to fucking lose my money want to go compete. but you're tall yeah, so and I can, you're, it's and you're, easy to pass it's, off. It's easy to pass off. It's easy to pass off. So I got in there, and the guys, I had three people total, including me in the in the division. The both of those guys easily weighed two fifty, two sixty. So I was like, all right, that's not a problem. Whatever, I roll with these kinds of guys all the time. But in the very, very first match, like I could move the guy, it was no problem. But he was going for some judo throws. It wasn't going to happen. Like, so I was like, screw it. Finally, like I go and. He grabs a single leg, and I was like... How did he get the single leg? He just he just caught my leg at, like, the perfect time when I was trying to, like, cut the corner on him. So, but I, he couldn't take me down. He couldn't take me down. He wasn't moving me anywhere, so I kept my balance. So after, like, about, like, 20 seconds, I'm like, okay, I can pull guard. No problem thinking that. Wrong. So they gave him the points after I pulled guard. And then it was just kind of slow from there. He just stalled the whole time. He stacked me at one point trying to like to get past my guard and at that point like i felt like a pop on my lower back so it was like instantly why would he stack you it that what he was trying to do he was trying to do like the nogi guard pass so he was trying to keep my arms pinned down so he had you in the armpits he had my like not even my armpits he had my biceps like pinned down and then he was just going in like a big like yoga position but at my height you're not going to get anywhere with it but he pushed in, and he slammed in, so that popped my back. I was like, oh, and I felt it right away. I'm like, okay, well, now I just got to deal with it. So I kept trying to do stuff, and he stalled out. So I lost the first match. So what, I'm thinking, what, what'd, you, what'd you lose it? What was the points? It was, uh, he had two. Two, two points, one penalty, and I had one advantage because I had, uh, I almost had a sweep, and I almost took his back. So, no, they gave me two two uh, advantages but didn't matter whatever so i lost it thinking okay that's it i'm done so like whatever like i was exhausted i was exhausted like i definitely had my adrenaline i didn't have an adrenaline dump but the adrenaline definitely hit me so i'm sitting there like just relaxing and they're like oh you're up next i'm like for what like i fucking lost they're like no you got to go up against the other guy because the other guy had a buy so i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now like seriously like all right fuck it like and i was dying so have that match i beat him i i get a i pulled guard get into half guard and then i sweep him 
And then I stayed on top and just kept on Isn't trying to Isn't it funny around. you're using half guard now? No, I've definitely been working a lot on my but half remember, guard. But remember, for years, you were like, I hate half guard. I, I hate, hate half it. guard. I hated it. And, like, I'm, it's taken me so long to work on it. Where, like, now, like, I'm a little more confident. I can't say that I have a lot of tools. But my two, three tools that I have, like, I'll nail them. I'll get them. If right. I get my grips and my setup right, you're not going to get out of it. Um, the So I win that one. I win that one by points. And now I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck goes on now? Like, I mean, technically, I lost the first one, won the second one. Shouldn't I still be getting third? Because then the other guy's got to compete against the other one. No. Because the second dude lost. Now I got to go against the first guy that I competed against again. I'm like, this makes no fucking sense to me. But, no, but thank God. Right. So I was like, fuck it. You know what? I'm not letting them do the same thing. So I I did everything that I, that I wanted to do on the first one. I just... Pulled guard right away. I didn't play the stupid foot game or stand-up game. Pulled guard, and I just started going for submissions, one after the other. I just kept busy, 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 busy. And I kept on getting advantages. like Or not advantages, I'm sorry. But I kept on getting close to getting the advantages. For some reason, they just weren't giving it to me. I mean, the guy was gurgling on one of my collar chokes. They didn't give me anything. So it finally came down to rest decision. And because he wasn't doing anything, they gave it to me. Lo and behold, now I got first place. When I tell you... I had no grip after the second one. My hands were permanently curled for 30 minutes. I told you that I had that same thing happen at the Worlds yeah. that year. No, I know. And it was like I was so dehydrated. Like you can't, I couldn't even hold. I couldn't yeah. even grab the gi. Like this yeah, is yeah. as big as it would go. Like that's as much as I could curl. Like, like, I'm, hold, like, like I'm holding my penis. <laughs> huh? Huh? That's, that's oh, one-handed. One -handed? I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> But, like, it's funny because the whole time I was thinking if it wasn't for all the rock climbing I've been doing for this past year, like, I wouldn't have been able to keep pushing it. Because, like, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't open my hand, but I could go from here to here, and it was strong enough to hold on to, to the gi and to the lapels. What you should have done is grabbed one of the guys or girls from the team and had them rub your forearm. No, they, no, they did. They did. Uh, Druva and Kevin helped me out. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like, I was, even when I was getting up, I was looking at my hands, and I, like, this is how I pushed off the, the ground to stand up. I just couldn't do it. But I was able to at least get into this kind of a grip that it worked out for me. And listen, like, my back is killing me. I could not walk the next day. But um, it's getting a little bit better, so it's not as bad as I thought it was. But I tried to roll a little bit on Monday. And I didn't roll, but I did the techniques, and it kind of loosened it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. so Where's it hurting? Low? It's the low left. It's the same one that I got messed up like a long time ago. You know what you need to do? Uh, Get in the pool. Yeah, no, I've been I've been getting into the pool just to kind of stretch my back out. So every little bit, it's like I mean swimming though, not just I can't hanging. Do it. I can't do that right now. I can't I can't make that twist. To no no breaststroke. I I can't. How can you not breaststroke? I can't do like. Right now, my posture has been the best it's ever been. If I'm staying stable, like direct posture, it's fine. It's just sore. But at the second that I move, like I can feel it like starting to kind of like hurt and stuff. So for now, I'm taking it easy. It's cool, whatever. But like I said, if I hadn't been doing all the, the strength and conditioning I did with, with Brian, like for sure, I wouldn't have been able to. Because like if I would have felt good, if I hadn't been sick those last two weeks, I would have been able to move and no problem. I would have been like all over the both of those guys. You know, you, you know what sucks about me losing that tournament? Uh, it's the first time I've lost the Miami Open in eight years. 
and you know what's funny that's the first time i finally won it after like the last six years since i started i've been wanting to get that i never even got in third place and i finally won it so like yeah that's why like this is the only reason why this is here today it's just like it's not even for bragging it's like this was a big goal for me but you won orlando so yeah it's it just and orlando was the first one back in what two years yeah so i just i gotta you know i just i just know again what i I tell my guys i go look tournaments don't put pressure on yourself to win it's not about it's not about winning it's about what these tournaments are for is to show us where we're weakest and where we need to work. What I figure, where I have found out I need to work is I need to make my hamstrings stronger and I need to make them more flexible so this doesn't happen again because this was the second, not the first, not the first time. This is the second tournament in a row where I pulled the same hamstring and that's not good. But you know what it is too? It's because you're already so strong that, Petey, what are you doing, bud? Um, you don't ever do any kind of exercise that would work that muscle. I well, I do. No, I work them all the time. I but just you don't do. You don't I don't work. Do, I don't work them to stretch them. You, well, you don't work the hamstrings. Yeah, I do. When? I work hamstrings all the time. I work Clearly my legs. Not. No, it's not that they're not strong. It's just they're constantly flexed. <laughs> like no 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 I'm I'm serious yeah, and what they're I, I'm, always under tension they're always under tension they're, they're well especially because you do a half guard and well that's, it's not even that it's just because like like I was talking to Ian he goes well you work in an office you sit all day mm-hmm. he goes the way your hips are inserted because you know my one of my superpowers is how flexible I am in yeah. my hips but that's also what kind of screws up my hamstring mobility they kind of have to overcompensate yeah for how loose my hips are yeah so they're constantly pulling on stuff so so that's that's unfortunately part of it so i what i have to get is i have to get my hamstrings not so much stronger looser but looser yeah and and that's what i'm going to work on from now until at least april if if i get to fight to win fight to win people listen i'm telling you you got to do that that bill superfoot wallace like stretching that he does like that's helped me out a lot that's and, helped me out a lot and then may is Kissimmee again orlando is it in may yeah there's one in may and then there's one in july which one did we do we did july we did july last year but there's one in may and then there's the one in july is going to be gi and no gi and i might not do the gi one in july mm. and just do the no gi one that'd be fun I wanted to do the absolute this year i really did want to try and do absolute in the in the purple and i just Man, I was so hurting. Uh, I didn't even want to attempt to go for it. Like, I just was hurting. And then, like, because a couple of other people got hurt, too. So, it's just, like, something felt weird. Something felt weird this time around. But everybody was sick. Everybody at the gym got sick. So, like, the last the last two weeks uh, at the gym has been crazy. And everybody around was sick, too. What sucks is, is I felt like I felt like I was really, um... I was really like in a good place with my jujitsu. Yeah, like you know when you're like yeah you're in the groove. I was in the groove, and and you know what kind of a groove mm-hmm. I was in. Yeah. Um. So it's like I was in that groove, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be yeah. a fun tournament. That's what I get for putting that. I mean, it happens. Like, it's one of those things. It's like those freak occurrences that just happen. You can't do anything. Like the same with my back. It's like you know whatever. Like, but it's really 
it, it's the second time it's happened. Is it really a freak occurrence? I mean, maybe it's a freak occurrence that that you didn't address because of like how you move your mobility or whatever, you know. So it's gonna happen if you don't fix the things that that yeah, you needed to I just, fix. I, that's that's what it comes down to. And, and like I said, that's what I learned. What did I learn this tournament? Where are my weakest? My hamstrings. Yeah. I, I I can be the strongest person on the, on the floor, but if my body's not resilient, yeah doesn't matter see that's funny because like for me like my legs are definitely like the strongest part so it's like once i close for like a triangle or something or once i have your legs pinned like i have them well no like, my legs like, are strong no your legs are strong for sure but it's the hamstring section that's the that's, that's the, just it's just the weak link it's, it, which is weird they're super strong well because you, super yeah super like in you know zero flex to them yeah. i mean zero flexibility to them yeah but I'll, I'll work on it. I got a month and a half to work on it. Or, yeah, you'll so. be good. That's what I'm saying. Like, for that, 100%, look at the Bill Superfoot Wallace thing. Because it's not – it doesn't work just that. It connects the whole back. The whole back, lower back to the hamstrings down to your calves. Man, that's like – and I did that on on Monday. And I think that's partially a good reason why, like, my back opened up so much more compared to what it was. Because I was like, screw it. I'm going to try and do it just a little bit just to give it a stretch big time helped out so much so that's good man but at least you know whatever cheers hey look we're, we're still competing cheers. yeah i listen i i finally met my goal and that's the funny part is i tried so many fucking times to get this one so when i won orlando that was really my first ibjjf medal like i was happy but i didn't really care i was like okay cool whatever well and it wasn't really it wasn't the same. You only had one guy in Orlando, right? I only had one guy, but so it was it's a like, tough match. So it's like, that's a tough match, but... And that was super heavy. And that was super heavy, but this yeah. was... This was definitely... Everything that I did not want to happen, like, we're mentally, like, coming into it, I didn't want to happen, happened. Well, just just the journey of the matches. Yeah. Like, you had three matches. Listen, I'll be... I'll be Which is something to be, you know I'll, what I'm saying? I'll be super honest with you. I have never, like, I can honestly say I have never been so close to quitting than I was between that second and third match. Because I was so depleted. And I was so exhausted. I was like, I literally, I was just like a second away saying, like, I don't have it. I don't have it. Like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I really, really was. I'm not lying to you. I'm not trying to hype up anything. I really, really was. I just had nothing left in my tank. And then, like I sat there and like just looking, I was exhausted. I wasn't even breathing hard. I just literally felt empty. And I all this was intention. Like if they hadn't called me in early and sooner, like where I didn't have time to think, they're like go. Like I probably would have. I probably would have given another like sit there and like yeah, I think I'm gonna sit out. But I this was more a mental challenge for me as a tournament than a physical one from being sick to like how the matches played out like not knowing what the fuck was going on and it's kind of like it's funny because i always say it but this is probably one of the few times where i've had to show it where you and i've talked about this where my goal in jujitsu isn't to sit there and be some kind of like world champion or this that and the other yeah i would love to sit there and do that but my goal is really to sit there and say anytime anywhere like be ready to go not like about i oh i need to warm up or i need like a week to get ready it's like you gotta go you gotta go now you do it 
So it was kind of like that was kind of playing in my head too. So I listen, but I was definitely on the fucking edge. And it was one of those things that if you let your mind get that fucking worked up on it, instead of just saying, fuck it, go. I mean, it would have been a different story. Then I definitely would have had third place. I would have gone to from first to third. Which is, and again, I'm not like people are like, well, you got third place. You should post it. I go, no, I got last place. If you're not first, you're last. But I got last place. There was there was only four of us. Yeah, I got last place. Well, you know, me and the other dude got last place. Yeah, yeah. But what do you, you know? I'm not posting it. I'm not posting a picture of me on the metal stand in third, in third place when you? I only had one. I, I didn't post it. Who posted I took that? the picture. Uh, IBJJ, posted it. IBJJF posted it. No, somebody else posted it. Druva tagged uh, me. Oh, right, yeah. But but I wasn't posting it. I wasn't I wasn't gonna take a picture of my medal and like you know, it's like Well yeah, after after today you're not seeing this thing again. Maybe I'll do like I'll probably make another shadow box, but you're never gonna see this thing again. So uh, it's and, like, and, and like heart the hardware is cool and all, but it's like this is a hundred and fifty dollar Five dollar piece of yeah. fake gold medal <laughs> that cost a lot more, considering the strength and conditioning, the time and everything, the hours. This is a lot of like sweat. But at the end of the day, what the fuck did I get? I didn't make money. No, I got injured. Well, that's I, your, that's your prize. That's my prize. But at the end of the day, you know this this really was a goal. This was my goal mm-hmm. since I started jujitsu was to win Miami Open, and I did it in the heaviest division outside of Absolute. Basically, it could have been absolute. So for me, it's like I just amped it up. I was like, how was it? How was the dude? Was he salty that he lost? I don't think he was salty. I think he was a little bit because he played the rule game the first match. He played the rule game. And I was stupid because I played hard. Like I played it like I was going to just do what I always do instead of going with the flow and going with what's given to me. And. I was more upset at myself after the match because I let it happen. And it was the same thing that happened to me last time in Miami where the guy just stalled me out. Same exact position. The guy just stalled me out. So, and I was getting a couple of things. I was getting set up, but he was, he was stronger where the point where like it's the two weeks that I was sick kind of caught up to me in the match. But I was mad at myself that like I didn't listen to myself and what I've been sitting there and telling myself this whole time. So then finally, that second time, like, you want to play the rules game? We'll play the fucking rules game because I know the rules. I guarantee you I know the rules better than you do. So I just started straight away, pulled the guard, go straight for collar choke. Then I went for the lapel chokes. Then I tried to go and set up a sweep. Then I went back to the collar choke and then another collar choke. Like, then I went, I even went to an Ezekiel from the guard. I was sitting doing that just to sit there. And I wasn't getting anything. I wasn't getting any leeway forever. Like... He literally grabbed the inside of my gi, like my sleeve, in front of the ref. He had it there for like a good 10, 15 seconds to the point where I was just like, I just look at the ref and I look at my hand and I look back at the ref. Nothing. So it's like, okay, if I'm not even getting that, where you're not going to give him that. So then I just kept going, going, going. So for those four, five, six minutes, it was just like, go, 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 go. I didn't sit still at all that second time. So it's... I think he was probably more mad at the fact that he got out hustled on on like the points game on like he wanted to stall and he wasn't going to get the stall. 
You know what did, I mean? And it came to rest decision at the end? Yeah, it came to rest decision. But he, he literally did nothing. It was just me did working he, the did entire you, time. Do you think he thought he was going to win? Or was no. was he? I was gonna say, was he surprised that you getting the? I don't think he was surprised that I won, but I think he was. He was more surprised that I got first place, considering the fact that he beat me the first time. Because in all in honesty, all, he he it, he got more points than you did against right. you. But I think no, because if you wanted to rack up the points on the matches, like all together, no, no, I, you and him, but just between me and him, like yeah. He, but I think it was. I honestly think it was still just the fact that because he stalled for that much and I worked, it was just that the first points that he got was really my mistake because How, I didn't what, pay What attention. happened between him and the other dude? They didn't go. I thought they had to. No. No? No. They just oh, ended just it. you. Just you. Yeah, it was just what I was like. How the fuck did I get fucked because over on this? No, well, you didn't because you lost. Right, but he lost too. So then I, they should have both fought for second lose? place. Who? The, the third other, guy? No, you said. So, like, one, the first guy, Fabio was his name. Fabio beat me. Right. Then the second guy, his name was uh, Rob. Right. I beat Rob. Yeah, but so what? Then is, I beat Fabio. Yeah, because Rob didn't move on into to the finals. That's why there was no second. But so, like, that's what I'm saying. That then if, that, if that's the case, then they should have fought for no, second. No, not at all, because he already beat you. So basically what he did, what they did is they took this. There was two sides of the bracket. Yeah. You lost this side, so they brought you over to this side. So you beat. So Fabio went to the finals and you fought this guy. He lost. So you went into the bracket on this side. Yeah. He doesn't get to fight for second place. He's he's out. He, yeah. he lost to the guy who already lost. Yeah. So it's like a double loss. I, I just still think it's fucked up that somehow I got three matches. Everybody only got one, two. Fabio got two. But I'm like, how the fuck? The guy with like that's been sick and everything. I'm like, really? Three matches? Like I said, everything that I didn't want to happen, happened. So it was that turning point between this, the second and third match where it was like, I could have given up because it was mentally breaking me down. And it was the physical fucking with me. Then finally getting into the place where it's like, all right, just fucking go. This is what we talked about. This is what you wanted to do. This is why you do it. So, but yeah, I was like, how the fuck did I get like, get stuck with three fucking matches? I'm like, but if I hadn't been doing all the running, if I had been doing all this stuff, for sure. I felt great. I felt in shape. You look in really good shape. You were doing good. Like, you didn't look like you were like huffing and puffing. Not at all. Yeah. I just could not. Do you think that you were really that much stronger than him or he was going light to conserve himself not that i'm trying no, to no, no, cut no, no. you down I, um i don't know well here's the thing is because chad went against him in the finals chad from fight sports and chad said the same thing he said he felt stronger than him on the feet yeah so i don't know i don't know i go because because i we talked i was like man i felt stronger than him on the feet he's like yeah so did i like i felt like i had more strength and more power than him so, I don't know. Do you think, like, I mean, you can kind of tell when someone's going easier on you, but do you think maybe it was, like, his bait to try and get, like, a throw-in or something? No. It was really, no, like, when because, he was, like, pulling you down, you, like, you didn't feel that worried no, about No, he it. was try- get, trying to get head position in. Like, he was trying to do everything. Right. Like, he was really trying to press in with all he had, and it's just, yeah. I was like, oh, this doesn't feel. Who's older, you or him? Oh me! I was older than everybody. Remember, I'm master oh, yeah, that's four. Right. You're master four. I went down. I went down. You got beat up by a young blood. I got beat up by the young bloods, which is fine. 
look, I just want to compete. You know, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go. I'm bummed because I did want to see that match. I really, really did want to see that match because I was talking about it with everyone. I was like, "Oh, you hear? Like Sean's going up against." Gabriel and I was Gonzaga. stoked. I was stoked. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going up against Gabriel Gonzaga." Yeah. Then so you know, then I found out that he won the worlds that year. I was like, "What?" It's like, "Oh, looks like." Uh, yeah. It's like, so we're find out. You know, but I just couldn't. I just couldn't. It's. It's. I was literally. A one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest, even though there were one-legged men competing yeah. at the IBJJF in Miami, which is always super cool. I have it on video. I have the first match on video. But he's, um, uh, he's one of uh, Cardoso's uh, yeah. students. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it, like it's. <laughs> I just, oh, I just wasn't ready to be one-legged. Yeah. So I could not like. Again, it's so weird. Like. You go to shrimp and your body doesn't. Oh no! That's what happened to me at that new breed. That's what happened like, to me what at that new breed. I, I was can't like, even shrimp. It was it was shut down. People say, "Oh, push through it." Like, no, man. No, when there that, was no sh- like when that I, leg is gone. That leg is gone. I had him in half guard and he ripped his leg out. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, there it goes. Yeah. I thought it, I thought I was done. No, I went eight months with having to like lift my leg up. Like I couldn't, I couldn't actually. If I was in a sitting position or laying down, I wasn't able to lift my right leg up. It was just, it was, man. So trust me, if anybody knows, it's me. That's What's why funny it's like, like everybody asks me, "Well, did you tell him afterwards that you were injured?" I go, "No, I'm, I go, I'm not going to make excuses." Yeah. You know what's funny though? The the best part out of all this is the guy that I beat, the one that I lost to the first match. That was, I guess, his teammate. They were both. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got the revenge for you. So pound it. There you pound go. it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was Miami Open. Congratulations to everybody that won. Uh, we had a bunch of like big Calvin. Names. Calvin took second. Yeah, he did really good. He did really good. Got gassed out at the last because yeah. the guy he was going against was really strong. Jacob lost to the guy who won the whole thing. Yeah, zero zero lost by one advantage points game it's well it wasn't game. even that you know what it was is he looked up and he thought he had the advantage uh, so he i've d- made that mistake he didn't like he didn't have any um worries well yeah there was no sense of urgency and yeah. i'm yelling jake you got to move you've got to move and he's like looking at me like what are you talking about what are you coach? talking about you don't know what you're talking and then about what he, <laughs> i was like he's like how did he almost how did he get that advantage? i go because he almost passed your guard yeah he held he held you to a point for almost the three seconds, and you recovered the guard. I go. That's why you got. Uh, he that's got, why the he got the advantage. I, they were definitely a lot stricter on the on the points. I noticed that they were definitely a lot stricter. Well, like, I did the rules course the night before. Yeah, how did that go? Easy. So I, are you certified now? Well, no. I got. Well, I'm, I have a rule. Well, I could be a ref. Right. Um, because because you have to get at least an eighty on the test, right? To be a ref, and and I got an eighty, and I'm like, I'm never gonna be a ref. I don't want to be a ref. F being a ref. Did they like <laughs> offer you? You want to come ref? Uh, they said I could. But yeah, he's like, you want to come by tomorrow? You can ref. I go, no, thank you. Um, That's bullshit, by the way. Because I went up to one of the refs and I was asking him a question about one of my matches, and I mean, obviously, I'm not trying to sound ignorant, but the guy spoke zero English. He just spoke Portuguese, so I had to kind of use my broken wannabe Portuguese to ask him the question. But it's like, that's not good, though. You should be able to communicate. And not so much as far as the the match itself is concerned, but if, God forbid, something happens, 
that ref needs to be able to communicate with the athlete and with the medical team. Yeah. So this guy spoke no English, and he's sitting there and like refereeing. I'm like, that's that's sketchy, man. You have to you have to be on point with that. Like you can't do that. Something screwed up that night too. The uh, the night of the rules course. Why? What happened? So the night of the rules course, um, I I was like, well, I'm not gonna drive down. And then drive back, and then drive down. No, in yeah, the I remember you get the hotel. So I got the hotel. So I booked the hotel, Kissimmee, Best Western, and or Kissimmee. Best Western and Kendall. I go after the rules course. I walk up to the front desk. I'm like, hey, and I knew they had a hot tub. I was like, yeah. oh, I'm stoked. I'm gonna do it today, and then I'll do it in the morning, and I'll be feeling awesome. Oh, you fucked up if you think you're speaking English in Kendall. Well, no, everybody. No, it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, that we don't have your name here. I'm like. Mm. I made it through the website, and I actually what I did was I clicked the link that was on the IBJJF to get to the to, to the the map on the rules course. I clicked on that. I clicked on the Kendall where the place was, and I made the the reservation. He goes, "No, you're not here." I'm like, "I already paid for this room." So he called the other Kendall Best Western. Oh, yeah. That's by the airport, yeah. the, the private airport over there. And that's where I was. So I had to drive. It wasn't that bad. It was like, you know, 10-minute drive from yeah. one hotel to the other. But it's like it's one of those things where you're just ready to like. So you relax and chill. And you stuff. relax and chill. And now I got to drive here. How was that in. one? It was, be- it was a nice room, except it smelled like feet. Ooh, yeah, airport hotels are not the best. Yeah, they're not the best. That's I was like, oh. It's funny though. I stayed. Where the fuck was I? I stayed at an airport hotel, and it was actually really, really good. Was it Atlanta? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was in Atlanta. I stayed at a like at a hotel that's literally was right next to the airport, and it was actually really, really good. Yeah, but Miami ain't happening. The new breed is like you see where they're doing it. They're doing it at the. Uh, at the airport, like the there's a I guess the little convention center or whatever by the airport. That's In Miami. Yeah, like fuck. I don't that. drive. I don't. I don't. IBJJF is it, no. The new breed is doing that there. Well, I was going to yeah. say IBJJF is the only thing I'll drive to Miami to for. My, well, actually, I'm Friday. I'm going to Substar. Are you? I'm yeah, going to yeah. be there too. We're actually going to talk about that. I've got a. I'm going to go take some photos, so it should be good. So since you bring that up, Substars. Uh, we didn't go to the last one. I wanted to, but I couldn't make it. But so, wait, so. Wait, the last one. Let, let's be honest. The last one wasn't like it wasn't as big of a. It wasn't of a a, card. like you didn't you didn't look at and go, holy shit! The only I need thing to go. the only thing that was really uh, interesting in the last card was the Nikki Rod challenge. That was what was going on the last one. But this card is actually pretty good. Let me pull it up now. I'll tell you right off the bat. You know what excites me the most about this uh, Substars. Uh, competition. Uh, you better not say the sumo. Sumo. I'm so fucking stoked for the sumo. So last week I was at Combat Club, and Anthony Johnson was training with yeah. uh, with uh, Sumo Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they were me. wearing the diapers. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, did I tell? Did we talk about it? Yeah, on we the talked pod- about it. Yeah, on the podcast. I was like, those are fucking. That looks like it looks like a fire hose. But yeah, that's, that's I, like that's fire. not that's not what I'm most. I'll tell, yeah. There's one match that I can't wait for. 
Uh, let me see. Let's see if I can guess it. Let's see if um, you can guess it. I am going to say it is. Hmm. Probably not going to guess. I'm going to say it is. Dan Martinez against Roberto Jimenez? No. Who? Nicky Rod and Roosevelt. Well. Roosevelt. Do you know about the changes in the card? No, but but that card, that match is still on. No, that match is still on. That's going to be a good match. Well, I mean, I do know that Tonin had to pull out because of a cut. Yeah. But, but, you, but you let me. replacement t- match? Well, let, let me. Jay-Z. Yeah. Against. Uh, uh, Nicky Ryan. Nicky Ryan. Yeah, that's going to be. But um, let me tell you why I'm looking forward to that. Because yeah. I've rolled with Roosevelt that, that day when we were at Deerfield. Right. I rolled with Roosevelt. Roosevelt is a brown belt. Mm-hmm. He's huge. Yeah, he's a big dude. And he's ultra aggressive. Yeah. He's the one that pops Steve's peck. Yeah. He's going to be going against another ultra aggressive big dude. Yeah. That is going... That I'm like... It's that's gonna, it's gonna be two bodies smashing into each other. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a car. I'm, bringing, wreck. I'm gonna bring the Vaseline just in case of what happened with Luke Rockhold. Because remember what happened, uh, Luke and Nikki in Polaris. No, he got cut, and then people were trying to like close the case. Like, does anybody have fucking Vaseline in this building so we can get this thing fucking going? So I'm assuming there's probably gonna be another cut in this match. So I'll bring the Vaseline. So yeah, so that's the match I'm looking for because. That's the one that's going to look like two big silverback gorillas just swinging for the fences. Are you going to go to the to the Gordon Ryan seminar? No. I'm going to try and stop by. What is it's it? Be, uh, I think it's either this weekend or next weekend. Uh, I forget. But um, Where at? Same spot as last time, the, the, the Henzo's in Fort Lauderdale. It's right down the street from... Like Wilton Manors, I think, or something like that. It's a cool school. It's a it's a nice little area. Um, yeah, that my I'm really looking forward to to the actual sumo match, not not AJ's, not AJ's, but the actual AJ's going sumo. up against Curtis Blades. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be actually kind of fun. It's it's probably just going to end up being a fucking grappling match. Let's be honest. But well, no, sumo can be sumo can end super fast. No, sumo can end super duper fast. It's, I've been getting more into it. That's it, why it's I'm so, it's it's any any part of the body other than the feet that touches the ground or gets pushed out of the circle. Right. Well, if your feet go outside of the circle, then, right, right. Yeah. But like if you if you slip and your hand touches, done. Yeah, yeah, no. The second you get out of the circle, you're done. If you fall on the floor, you're done. Not even if you fall. If you if you just yeah, you know if you drop down if you, to your knee, if you drop down or you drop down to a finger, yeah, like if you just you get low and your finger touches. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I've been getting more and more into sumo. Like I used to always like it, but I never really dove into it. So this last like probably year, I really dove into sumo. That's why I'm like, did you look at the names? Do you know the names in the, in this match? No, I don't know the names. So it's Yamamoto Yama Ryuta against Seiro Takeshi. And Yamamoto Yama is, I don't know if he still is or was considered. Uh, Yokozuna? Um, no, no, no. The heaviest uh, sumo wrestler, Japanese sumo wrestler. And I, like they were also, I'm pretty sure at one point, was considered the heaviest Japanese guy ever. Really? Because he came in at 600 pounds. He was coming in at 600 pounds to compete. 
And he he got in trouble because he got uh, he got busted with a bunch of other guys for fixing matches. It took a long time ago. And then the other guy is Seiro Takeshi, and Takeshi is two hundred something pounds, two hundred fifty pounds, something like that, two hundred and ten. So he's a smaller dude. So it's not like it's going to be an easy match. It's going to be an exhibition match for sure. So I don't think they're going to smash the shit out of each other. But it's still going to be a tough match. So for right now, that's the closest I'm going to get to seeing like a full-on like sumo tournament. Well, what, what would be cool would be to go to Japan. And oh, go no, to, I would love it. Go to Kurikan Hall yeah. and see one of those tournaments. Well, I they mean, just did like a big one a few weeks ago. And it's like 14 days, 15 days. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's, it's nonstop. It's crazy. And then do you, if you watch it for grappling purposes, you can learn a lot. I learned a lot just from watching a lot of the sumo like matches. And some of the, like, they throw the dirtiest shit in the fastest amount well, they, of time. Well, they do, you're allowed sh- palm strikes, though. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's how they throw it. So if you watch, there will be one, depending on what hand they favor. So you notice a lot of times they push with their forearm, but that's not what they're doing. They're hitting you in the face with the forearm. So you'll get knockouts because of it. So what they'll do is, let's say if I'm right-handed and you and I are facing off, so I know you're right-handed too, right? So I'll sit there, smack with this hand to pull you in because you're going to come in to avoid my right and throw my elbow up at the same time. So your face is going to go directly into my elbow. It might as well be a Muay Thai elbow. Just pop. Straight to the jaw. Knockout. And you'll see those happen a lot. And then you'll, they'll throw in a lot of, um, uh, what you would call it, um, like judo throws and stuff in there too. Oh, yeah, yeah they have to. I mean, that's what... Well, like, the skinnier guys will get it. The, the smaller guys will get it on the bigger dudes. And they'll throw in like, uh, oh, my gosh. <sighs> Like a not not what the hell is the freaking throw? I can't think of the name off the top of my head. Whatever. They'll go for like an inside leg trip. Or they'll go for a um what's the one where you go sideways? Toragashi? No. Whatever. Anyway. But yeah, I'm actually looking forward I to it. I don't that. know any of the names. I just know I mean I know some of the names, but I don't know. I can't what... think of it. But anyway. Um so there are a couple of really good matches you got uh, for those that are interested. Uh, Julian J.P. Perez against Jacob DeBull Brown. And Jacob DeBull Brown, actually, his his dad reached out to me a long time ago wanting to get uh, Jacob on the podcast. And I just kind of told him, like, yeah, it's not really a kid-friendly podcast, like, but maybe. So I'll probably I'll talk to him uh, over there. Um, Jasmine Rocha is going up against uh, Natalia. Santoro, uh, Gordon's uh, girl. So that's going to be a yeah. pretty cool match to see. Um, Andy Perez against Alex Moran. And then you have... Oh, speaker, remind me. I got to tell you I saw somebody yesterday. I can't talk about it here, but remind me. I'll tell you tomorrow. Dan Martinez against Roberto Jimenez. That's going to be a good match. Roberto Jimenez, is, if you don't know, that's the guy that beat Keenan and called out... Steroid users. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. So he's going up against Dan Martinez. So that's going to be a good match. Enrico Coco is always uh, exciting to watch. He's going up against uh, Ethan uh, Krellenstein. Jay-Z, like we talked about, is going up against Nicky Ryan. He was actually at uh, Wagner's last night. I went to Wagner's last night to film for Third Coast. And we'll talk about that after. But uh, he was there working with uh, Wagner for the Nicky Ryan match. Wagner has got Tiago Moises. Uh, he's going to be competing. Um, then we're going to go into the sumo. 
Oh, there we go. And then we get into the the big celebrity matches, the co-main event. Nikki Rod against Roosevelt Souza. Maggie Grandotti against Luisa Montero. That'll be a good girls match. And then Patrick Gaudio against Felipe Andrew. So that's going to be another that's good match. That's another good, yep. And then Cyborg against Rafael Lovato Jr., which is like, well, they've been training. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be pretty fast-paced. And then, finally, Gordon against uh, Tex Johnson. So that one will be pretty exciting to see because Tex has the muscle, but I'm curious. I really, really want to see how Gordon is going to handle Tex. Well, I think te- they've they've had matches no, they've, before. They've, they've, they've matched up before, and they. And I, I, but I want to see it in person. I want to see how he handles the the weight, and the strength, and the the leg attacks. Someone else that goes for the leg attacks like he does, kind of thing. Yeah, because because Tex is not a small guy at all. No, he's a big dude. He's a big dude, and so I'm I'm really curious to see how that's gonna play out. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good night. Um, it's down in Miami. I think it starts at six, seven, seven. So I'm getting there at six. Uh, what time are you planning on getting there? I can't leave work till. Gotcha. I was gonna say so. I'll I'll get there early because I'm gonna be taking photos. So it'll be cool to see. Um, and then actually, so why I was at Wagner's last night? Third Coast hit me up. They wanted me to to film him for the Third, Third Coast, Coast grappling. By the way, Third Coast has been putting on some stellar shows. Well, I got the latest fight card. Can they you release me, it? I can, and I'm going to, whether they like it or not. <laughs> so, whether or not, we'll just but, go over the main event. Well, no, not even that. I'll give you. I'll give you a couple. I'll give you a couple that like that um, that they plan on having out there. Stuart Cooper is going to be competing. Oh yeah, so that'll be fun to watch. Um, I wonder if he's going to make a movie about it. Not while he's competing. But uh, let's see what other cool names I can give you. Um, oh, uh, Victor Silverio against Cody Steele. Uh, Cody Steele sounds like a pro wrestler name. Yeah, right. It's or porn star, whichever. Uh, Wagner is going up against Mike Perez. And then uh, let's see. Talita. Talita Allen Carr is going up against Daniel Kelly. Then obviously we have Pat Downey against Nikki Rod. So that'll be a cool one. It's going to be a hybrid, uh, hybrid rules. Uh, so that's last time it was just wrestling. I don't know what the hybrid rules are. I wonder it, was, gonna, it wasn't just wrestling. It was the who's number about, the who's number one right, was right, right, just right. wrestling. Yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see when what what happens once jujitsu is allowed into the match. Into the match. Yeah. And then like probably he probably it'll probably be the same as the Gordon Ryan versus um, Bo uh, Bo Nickel Bo Nickel yeah well it'll be no leg stuff no like like it'll no guard pulling no butt scooting right right it's right like you have to start off with like the takedown whatever so. right yeah it should be pretty good and then uh, obviously Gordon Ryan against Patrick Gaudio for a no time limit sub only match. So that should be fun. And I'm actually going to try and fly out to it. I'm actually going to go and see it in person, go get some photos and Where, stuff. And where's it at? It's at Houston, Tex- Texas. Houston, yeah. The Warehouse Live. It's a really cool venue. Um, I've been there before. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a really – it looks like it's going to be a pretty fun night. And as willing that uh, that it doesn't change, it'll be a, a – there's a lot of fights. You saw the list. It's a lot of fights. Yeah. The thing that I started noticing now, though, is with more and more of these um, – these big cards coming out we're getting more of the ufc mma type kind of situations 
where the injury bug hits, people drop out, right. people change. I mean, look at what happened with Gary Tonin. Well, that's know. that was just really a cut, unfortunately. That's really not an injury, but it's something that no. But he's got MMA fights and stuff right. that's coming up, so he's got to take care of it. But I think that's going to be one of those things that we're going to have to deal with more and more with um, with these types of cards that are going to start coming out. Because I have a feeling this year is going to get pretty crazy with these types of events. If Third Coast does as well as I think it is going to do, and plus they're already talking about the. Their uh, third coast against uh, the UK card, they're they're going to be doing pretty well. Um, speaking of challenges, we haven't talked about this, but the Kyotero Mikey Musumeki challenges. I saw that. So for those of you that well, don't, well, I know, didn't see that. Right. Tom texted me. Like, did you see this? No, he goes, "Do you think you could beat Mikey?" And I go, "Nope, nope," because last time I, we rolled together. I couldn't pass his guard. So that you think was... you could leg lock him? Heel hook? That doesn't matter. Just a I leg I don't lock. know. I don't know. I don't know. Mikey's just... He's a nut. He's, I don't think Mikey would tap to a heel hook. He's just on another level. I wouldn't want to... Here's the thing. I don't think I'd go for a heel hook on Mikey. Yeah, you could. No, I couldn't. For $10,000? No. 20000 technically? No. So for those of you that don't know, Kyotera uh, and Mikey went on, um, what was the podcast? What is it? Uh, whatever. They went on a, on a podcast last week, and Kyotera basically issued a challenge that he will put up $10,000 of his money against anybody willing to go up against Mikey, um, saying that Mikey's going to win the match regardless, which is also kind of weird, like, to sit there and throw your own, like, student out there like that, but... I think it was probably a political move. I don't think Mikey would ever sit there, go out and do that, but to have Kyotera do it. Well, yeah. It's kind of like he's being his Don King right now. And here's the thing. We know. It's a great play. It's a, it's, and we know how good he is. We know, like. Well, so we, here's what happened. Because we know about what happened with Gordon Ryan. Um, with what? The, when they trained together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like. But so now here's the thing. So a couple of names started getting like thrown out there, and one of them was Herbert Santos. Santos said, "Oh, I'll do it," which my reaction was, "No, you're not." And and it's funny, Carlos tagged me in one of the photos. I was like, "It's a he's a fucking joke." I'm like, first of all, I doubt he even has the fucking money. Second of all, even oh, you he, have to put ten thousand up too. Yeah, no, you have to put up ten thousand. He's like, I'll put my ten thousand against your ten thousand. Winner takes all. That's that's the bet. It's not just like ten thousand. If you lose, you don't like nothing. Right, 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 right. I'm like, so Carlos tagged me on the photo. It's like for sure he doesn't have the money. Second of all, even if he did have the money, he's not gonna make it to fight night. It's just not gonna happen. And if he does have both of those factors, the match wouldn't last more than four minutes. For sure, the match wouldn't last more than four minutes. Mikey would frustrate him so much to the point where he would end up doing what he did at that, that last match where he but, just gave up. But think about it. Mikey, so uh, who who beat Mikey at the at the Europeans? Was it? The Europeans? Was it Keenan? Or not? Ali? Uh, it was Ali. It was, yeah. yeah, it was Muhammad Ali. Ali is way bigger than Santos. Right, and right. way stronger. And, 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 way he, and he almost lost. <laughs> and way better. Mikey almost got his back. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was almost four to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's 
like that match wouldn't last four minutes against Herbert Santos. Like I, he just he would probably try to do what like Uriah Faber did to Nicky Ryan and just like start pummeling him defense, and stuff like def- and just being like yeah, really but aggressive. Remember, yeah, but like, but it wouldn't phase Mikey. What I want to know is who's gonna beat Mikey. Well, so here's the, here's what happened next. He bailed. Coyote, huh? He bailed. Santos bailed. Okay. So Coyotera actually posted today saying like uh, challenge denied. So off to the next. So. So now they're looking for the next person. But I don't to take know who challenge. could. What I'm saying is, is, I don't know who could be Mikey. Yeah, are we talking about within the same weight class or in general? Just in general, because think about it. Mikey almost beat Muhammad Ali. Almost I, beat him. I would think that he would have a really, really good, tough match with Gordon. I think Gordon could definitely take him. It would have to be a no time limit thing, and that would still be pretty like good, tough match. I would say. As of right now, on the same level, I don't think there's anybody that touches him close other than, than Gordon. I, I can't think of anybody that that would catch him slipping. Yeah, it's like it's hard to think of somebody that. <clears throat> and if it's in the gi, I think he would. Have it a, would, it would, would be in the gi. So it would be like, in the gi. Could... I think JT would have a good tough match with him. I think JT Torres could have a good. What match about? With him. Um, in the gi, in, in gi or without? What uh, What about what's his name from Matos? Who? I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, JT Galval. Andre Galval? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think Galval could. Like, he would probably try and do, like, some, some really tough wrestling, but I think he would probably. But Mikey would just pull. Yeah, Mikey would pull, which is fine. It would look, it would start off looking like the the um, the the Pena match, like the ADCC super fight. But at that point in time, it would be no time limit, and I don't think Galvao could handle that. I think Mikey would just gas him out to the point where he would get something. I don't know. I think Galvao's in pretty good shape. I no, don't know. He's in good shape, but I don't I don't think he he could sit there about, and go thirty about, minutes. What Mikey about could go thirty minutes? What about uh? What if Guy Mendez came out of retirement? I don't think he would. I don't no? Think he would. No, I don't think he would. I don't think it would be a fun match to watch, but I think technically he would be able to counter on a lot of stuff, but I don't think he, he would be able to keep Was he the better Mendez? Who was the best? Hoffa, I think. Hoffa. Was yeah. Hoffa the better Mendez? I think so. I think so. They're both just really crazy yeah. good. I think Guy's got a uh, couple more wins than he does, though. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know those facts. But speaking of AOJ, AOJ split from Atos. Did you know that? No, I did not know so that. Yeah, that just happened. AOJ splits from Atos, and it was kind of a, a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like subtle? Contra- subtle kind of departure? Quiet. Quiet, yeah. So, um, Guy posted on uh, on the Mendes Brothers Instagram, uh, beginning in 2020, we will not represent any team or association. So they went off on their own. And then people were talking about it to begin with because they didn't register under Atos for the Europeans. So people were Do they like, register under AOJ? Yeah. So that's that's actually pretty big because, I mean, they, they were pretty well connected. But I think they, they outgrew the affiliation. Or do you think sure. they wanted to separate themselves from... I don't think so. From from the steroid accusations. From the steroid accusations. I don't think so. 
I don't think anybody really cares to that extent. I think the the younger people coming into the sport care to call that that stuff out, but the older generation they don't give a shit. You ever see Shonda Ribeiro or Braulio Stima or anybody else talking about oh we need to stop steroids and no they're not gonna give a shit. And they there was some accusations anyway for Hoffa and uh, Juicin. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, a hundred percent. No, I'm saying I don't think he was juicing. I no, I'm saying that there were the accusations. I think he might have done a little bit extra, a little extracurricular, but I mean, he also did. He he kind of did pull asshole moves, like when he'd go to Japan to like first IBJJF Japan. It's like, oh, oh what they just got jujitsu, like Brazilian jujitsu there. So you're gonna go and dance on everybody over there? Well, it's just that one guy. No, I yeah, it was it was just that one guy, and I heard it was because the dude was. Kind of disrespectful. No, you're thinking about the Galvao video. No, no, no. The one where 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 was it? Gear Hoffa was like Hoffa. literally dancing and like spinning on him. Well, that was that was it was the same as the Galvao thing, where like he did that, but it was it wasn't to that extent. He wasn't spinning on him, but he was basically dancing, like dancing around his guard. Dancing around his yeah, guard. Yeah, he was literally dancing around him. But like Galvao is the one that broke dance on the dude's back. Yeah, but that dude wasn't even a. He was a black belt in karate. He was like a yeah, like a karate black belt. Or yeah, no, this guy belt. at least was in jujitsu, and he just. But that's that's what I had heard is he was that guy was disrespectful to. Oh, I don't know. So that I'd have to look yeah. into. I never heard of that, but I have to look into that. But either way, so Substars Miami Friday, Third Coast Grappling in March. So I'm flying out to that one. So all our Maybe. friends. No, no, no! I'm gonna get the You're ticket. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go for sure. I'll go kill a, a weekend in Houston. Good food, good people. I'll go and uh, so any of our friends out in um, in Texas want to say what's up. What's his face is in Texas, but he's in Austin, right? Cam. Cam, yeah. Cam is in Austin, so I'll make him drive up and come see me. You right there? You having fun? Yeah, I can't help it. ADD. Are you starving? I'm starving. No. I'm oh, good. that's right. You don't eat. I'm done. I, I stopped eating, eating at five. I'm fucking eating nonstop right now. I am fucking going nonstop. I've been eating every two hours all day. I've been up since five o'clock, every two hours just eating. I think I'm, well, I'm finally getting my appetite back after being sick. I gotta get back into the gym with Brian and get back to work. Yeah, I gotta like I I just want my hamstring to feel better. Hopefully, like I'm hoping it'll be ready by this weekend and I can do a little bit of rolling. This Did you weekend. foam roll? I mean, I I couldn't I couldn't put any I've been icing and heating I can't yeah. put any pressure on it, the pressure, again like I haven't been able to drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It literally felt like the back of my leg was gonna go. I've done that. I've been in that situation where like I'm driving when I shouldn't have been. Did you see that kid? Oh man, this dog just beefed one so hard. <laughs> Fucking APD. Well, he hasn't pooped. Himself. He hasn't pooped in a couple days. So, um, did you see the the Samuel guy that got his neck broken? The one where uh got paralyzed from the neck. He went down. for a flying arm bar. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So for those of you who haven't seen it, this guy went uh it was a Sambo tournament, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was a Sambo tournament. This guy went for a flying arm bar and he just instead of jumping into his opponent, he kinda jumped up and he fell back and landed on the edge of his neck. Broke his neck. Paralyzed now. I don't know if he's gotten better. As far as I know, he's paralyzed from like the neck down. Which is scary as fuck. Yep. That's scary as fuck. You know, people say, oh, it's jujitsu. You're not going to get hurt. 
You can get hurt. There is the potential that you can really get hurt in jujitsu. Especially if you do crazy, stupid shit like that. Well, and sometimes it's not even. Sometimes if you go with somebody that doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Or you go with somebody that, that's just a dick. Yeah. You can get hurt. No, for sure. You can sure. get hurt. The, that's why I always think it's funny. All these got like douchebags posting up like random like moves. Like that fucking guy, like the jujitsu over 40 or whatever. He'll do all these crazy moves like shit that'll never fucking happen in a roll. It's like, man, if you try that in a roll and you get someone, like, you'll get fucking neck cranked and you'll end up breaking your own What neck. I tell my guys is I say, look, I don't want you guys watching any technique. I go, the reason I don't want you watching technique is because there is some shit out there that is beautiful to watch. And you're like, wow. I want to learn how to do I that. I want to learn how to do that. Well, let me tell you something. It's easy to learn how to do something when somebody's letting you do it. Yeah, exactly. I go... Show me a technique that you saw in a live roll, and we'll go over that. Yeah. But if it's not a live roll, I don't want you even trying it. Yeah. So that's what I go. I'd, I'd rather you guys watch matches. You can watch black belt matches all day long. I'll give you people to watch. Yeah. But I don't want well, you I mean, watching technique. At this technique. point now, man, with the level of, of people out there, you can watch blue belt matches and be learning shit like yeah, crazy. Yeah, dude, I think, I think blue belts now are like almost brown belt level 15 years For ago a lot i mean you could see that in the in the adcc matches there's there's a lot of craziness out there so it's that's why i give credit to like calvin and jacob i mean they had big brackets they had a lot of people and they're getting uh, they're getting really good like the white belts are getting like really good to where i saw some white belts i'm like man that's that's a lot did you of watch work. calvin's third match no it no, I was, was Steve at that point. It was pretty. Yeah, like it was pretty. Like he, he the way he pulled guard went to this. Went you know to what that. it is though, man. It's like it, I, it's I, like there's such a big change in the in. The, yeah, I guess you could say change in the guards. Really, like as far as how jujitsu is approached and taught now, where it used to be the case where it was like no. You're only doing this. Like, there's no drilling. You don't drill here. This is what you're going to do. You're going to do arm bars. That's it. Like, okay, fine. But now, because so many guys are coming up from the world of competing and doing all this stuff and seeing all the techniques and everything, it's like, man, you're going to get white belt drilling classes. And these white belts are going to get better a lot faster. So I, it's it's one of those things. It's fun to see that the, the younger guys coming in and teaching, and now it's like, no, this is what works. Drilling works. This is why you fucking do it. There's no reason why you should hold off drilling until you're blue, purple, whatever. Start drilling now. You Start should. doing stuff. Well, and it's, it's and not even that. It's like it's not even the drilling. It's just coming and doing yeah. it every single day. Yeah. And and not trying to do bullshit that you saw on YouTube, but yeah. doing doing what you were taught, doing it correctly. That's why, like. Calvin, his last few tournaments, he submitted everybody up up in, except for the pre- people in the finals. He's either he's either beat the people in finals but by points. But he puts in the time and he puts in the work by points, or he got beat yeah. in the finals. Everybody else he submits. Yeah, but it's because he's always constantly working on a new or different angle, or he's always yeah. asking questions. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been in it a year. It's like, it's like it's it's. It's hard because holding him back 
Yeah. Because but but I need to hold them back. Yeah, you need to hold them back so at least it's getting built up properly. Yeah. You're building that proper foundation. Well, I, I told them I go, look, you guys won't get your blue belt until I'm confident that you can walk into any gym on the planet and they'll be like, Okay, you're definitely a blue belt. Yeah. I wouldn't I don't want I don't want you guys to be I don't want people to look like at you. You got your blue belt. You like, your blue belt. who'd you suck off to get that yeah, blue belt? Yeah, yeah. I want them to be, you know. Legit. But how are you doing that? Like, are you testing them at all, kind of thing? You're just like, when you see it, you like, you no, just go from there. I just, it's, it's, it's what I see. It's, 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 the, it's these tournament things. Yeah. Tournaments help me, help me see a lot of what's going sure. on, especially gauging it across the board. Yeah, and 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 even though Jake didn't have as good of a of a. Um, you know, turnout as Calvin did, he still like I like he still did the right thing. So it's right. like I what I what I'm happy with what that shows me is my system works. Yeah, the system that I've come up with. Well, the system works when you have the people that are putting in the work. Well, th- they're putting in the work when they come. Like yeah. like if you come to my classes, like they come to my classes, you are going to learn jujitsu, plain and simple. Yeah. So it makes it makes me happy. It validates it validates me, or, or validates my process that I that nobody actually has ever shown me. It's just I've taken what I've learned from different people and I've yeah. dis- developed my own system, which isn't a different system than anybody no, else. But, but it's, 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 it's the, your style. The way I style. teach is it just it it hammers everything home, and and they're they all. I'm always making them call out points. Yeah. Like it's 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 a, a jujitsu intensive, but yet very loose and fun time. Yeah. Like it's not strict at all, but you learn. Yeah. So no, that's good. Yeah, I was I was definitely impressed with the their capabilities in this tournament. I had and I and at least this time Calvin didn't go out on on his Tinder date the night before and get wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, and one of my newer students gave mm. me a huge compliment, mm. huge compliment. Um, he, he, uh, he's a blue belt. He came over from, uh, Gracie Baja mm-hmm. and, uh, but he's gone up and trained up at, uh, up in the blue dungeon. Yeah. And he says, he goes, I gotta tell you, he goes, the blue basement, the blue basement, whatever it is. I thought it was a blue dungeon. I don't no, know. Blue basement. Um, he goes, I got to tell you, he goes, you're very your style and the way you teach mm. and how you how you make us think about it is very similar to John Danaher. Mm. I was like, that's a pretty good compliment. So I'll you, take uh, it. how many times did you beat off to that one that night? I didn't beat off at all. Oh, OK, just checking. Did you I, manage I, to walk out the garage door with that? Yeah, that I, I was fine. Boost? I just I went home and milked my prostate. I don't beat off anymore. Who does that? Who's got time to beat off? I just go home and milk the prostate. Jeez, that's hilarious. Well, that's good. No, everybody did good, man. Listen, uh, it's uh, it was definitely a different. Uh, it was a different Miami Open this year. It was uh, it was a lot of different looks of styles and capabilities. And I, for me, it was more of a mental tournament this time around. So it's uh, curious to see what happens the rest of the year. I think that's it for us. I'm starving. I got work to do. I got to get ready. And PD's about to break everything. Uh, go ahead and support the podcast by checking out our sponsors, Choke Aloha, Giraffe Choke, and uh, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Code. Don't forget to follow us. 
Follow Jiu-Jitsu Radio on Instagram. Follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. You can follow me at Sonder Marketing. Check out all the behind the scenes coming up for the Substars, Third Coast Grappling, and everything else that I got lined up for the next couple of months. Buy a shirt. Visit JujitsuRadio.com. And next episode is episode 100. So we're going to have to plan out something special. Bro, you're... Breath stinks. Uh, everything stinks. Shout out to Petey. And before we leave, one last thing Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Peace. You can't <laughs>